we are the most unhealthiest people across the entire world. African-Americans are the most unhealthy. And the issue is because we grew up with such lack and we decide to cover that lack up with, ooh, I'm going to buy this. Ooh, I'm going to eat this. These things I can put on to make myself feel good. But we're not taking out the things that we need to take out. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresham Harkless from the IMCO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Coach Kayla Brock of CoachKalea.com. Coach, it's awesome to have you on the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. And what I want to do is read a little bit more about Kayla so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Coach Kayla runs an online personal training and nutrition coaching program and travels the country speaking on health, nutrition, and fitness. She holds a certified strength and conditional specialist. She's a health coach and personal trainer certifications, along with both a bachelor's and master's degree in the coaching education, exercise physiology, and fitness management. Her goal is to empower individuals to design their bodies based on whatever goals and physical aspirations they have. Coach, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Yes, I am ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So the first question I had was just to hear a little bit more about your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Well, I was a fat kid. I was always the bigger kid, you know, and um, I just just saw myself, no matter how active I was, no matter how strong I was, I was always just big. Um, and then I went and started running track in, in high school and I saw how my body slimmed down. And I noticed that the second year I ran, my coach did the same exact thing. And he was able to get our bodies to the point where we could peak exactly when he wanted us to. So we were at our, our top shape. You know, we were strongest and fastest during competition season. And I thought it was freaking amazing. And so I began to kind of become his understudy and figure out, well, what are you doing? How are you changing my body? How are you designing my body to do what you want it to do at whatever time? And so that's when my whole idea of designing a body came about through my own ideas. Because again, I was a fat kid, went through his programs, and that's what got me to the point where he wanted me to be. So long story short, I was the one <laughs> who taught myself how, what I need to do for exercise, how I need to eat. Um, and then, then I began to put, you know, studying behind that, put the um, educational side behind that and figure out how to help other people. That makes perfect sense. And I think that's amazing because a lot of times to be someone that whatever it is that you, you know, you end up creating, like for example, you talked about, you know, how you were overweight, you were the fat kid, so to speak, you're able to kind of, to me, it sounds like relate to your clients largely because you've going through probably what they've been going through as well. Absolutely. So a lot of times clients, they might be intimidated by some people that are super strong, super in shape, all that, but they may forget that, that they have a backstory. I lift a lot of weights. I lift a lot of heavy weights and I love it. I don't look like a man. And one of my biggest things is getting women to freaking lift weights. A lot of times people are afraid to lift weights, you know, particularly women or guys are afraid to do legs. You know, it's like, no, there is a thing that you need to do to get to the goal that you want. And so no matter, I mean, I've trained everything from power lifters to, you know, people just trying to lose 50, 60 pounds. So I have a wide range of experience. But again, that's why my motto is design your body. It's about what you want to look like as long as it's healthy. You know, what is what did God have for you? What was his intention for your body to look like? And we need to get it back there because most of us, 
are falling fall short from that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, if we don't necessarily put the time and energy into it, or we're doing uh, things probably in direct contrast to the way that God, you know, wanted our body to be in the kind of physical gifts that he gave us to kind of build out and manifest. Uh, sometimes we do the exact opposite of what exactly mm-hmm. he's looking for. So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. I know you touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to hear how you're helping support these clients that you're working with. Tell us a little bit more about what you're doing. So one of the things I do is um, I, I ran a fitness center. So I opened my own business called the Rock Solid Fitness um, out in Baltimore. And I ran it for a couple of years, helped a couple hundred clients, lost thousands of pounds, all that fun, awesome stuff. But I realized that I could do more. You know, I realized that time was being a, a, was a huge restriction. And so I closed my brick and mortar business and I went all online. So I run my program called Design Your Body. Um, and it is my online elite personal training and nutrition coaching program where I help clients all over the world um, from Texas, Hawaii, St. Louis. Um, I had um, one of our service members out somewhere over east. He couldn't tell me where, but, <laughs> you know, so training people literally all across the world. Um, and what I do is I write exercise programs based off of what their goals are and also the equipment that they have. If they can only exercise two days a week, if they can go five days a week, but only at home, whatever it is, you know, I've done pool workouts to, again, I've had um, the most interesting client I've had was a paraplegic client who couldn't use the entire lower body, you know, but still able to get the body functioning, losing weight. And then also the nutrition portion goes into that. I create custom meal plans for all of my clients. And again, this could be based off of they want to go paleo or keto, which is my favorite, or low carb or whatever, or just eat healthy in general. So if I have someone training for a show, training for a competition, or training for life, or trying to reduce themselves off of uh, hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, that's what my goal is. My goal is to design your body the way it was intended to be. That's huge. And and I think the biggest part, especially, is because a lot of times, and from what I I can automatically hear, like people saying, oh, I don't have time to work out. Absolutely. So a lot of times, like you said, people say they don't have time, but you can exercise anywhere doing anything. One of the things I often speak on outside of nutrition is workplace wellness. How do you stay in shape when you work an office job? or when you're a truck driver or you're a bus driver. So how do you stay in shape doing those things where your entire life is sedentary? Eating whatever in the world we want because that is the only thing that we can easily control. Like I can easily satisfy, you know, a temporary want with with a slow poison. That's easy. Those are easy things that we do. But my goal and my job is to get you to realize that no, that's not the way to go. Number one, I'm not gonna be soft with you. I'm gonna tell you to suck it up and go. You can make time. You always have the time that you can make. So I've had clients doing things in between meetings, you know, taking phone calls or, you know, standing up. It's all about what you want to do and how bad that you want it. One of the biggest things that people don't realize is that the only difference between failure and success is literally your own desire. That's the only difference is how bad do you want it and how far are you willing to go to get it? There you go. That's an awesome reminder because a lot of times people have goals. It's just a matter of putting that action to those goals so that you can actually reach them. So Mm -hmm. um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this might be something you feel kind of distinguishes you or sets you apart. But do you have an example of a secret sauce you can give for us? Secret sauce. I like that. I like that phrasing. I want to say me if that's not egotistical to say. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I want to say me because 
the everybody wants to be a personal trainer. Everybody is a personal trainer, right? But not everybody has the number one education, number two, tried experience in different areas. But number three, I feel like this is my ministry. Not only is this my passion, it's my ministry. Like I, I grew up in the church. My dad's a pastor, bishop, all that kind of fun stuff. So that's my life. But but in, in Christianity, and in Blacks in general, we are the most unhealthiest people across the entire world. African-Americans are the most unhealthy. And the issue is because we grew up with such lack and we decide to cover that lack up with, ooh, I'm going to buy this. Ooh, I'm going to eat this. These things I can put on to make myself feel good. But we're not taking out the things that we need to take out. So the secret sauce is really, really my passion and my ministry because that is what I do, right? My goal is to get as many of us off of diabetes medication, off of hypertension medication, like type two diabetes, that is a lifestyle choice. Obesity, that's a lifestyle choice that we don't have to have. So one of my goals is to help us change our mindsets and do it in a way that you know is going to happen. So a lot of times when clients, they refer to me, that they refer me to their friends, they're always like, now don't do it. Don't try it if you're not ready. That's the thing. I'm, if you really want it, I will get you there. But mm, I don't play because I hate when I have more passion for my client's health than they do. So my secret sauce is literally something that nobody else can replicate which is me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't think it's egotistical at all. I mean, I think it makes perfect sense. I definitely think that's a great example of a uh, secret sauce. <laughs> and now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient as a business owner. My CEO hack is simply keeping a schedule. Sometimes people have all these fancy things. No, it's simply keeping a schedule because no matter what modality you decide to do something with, if you don't do it at all, it becomes an issue, right? Or if you don't have that, all right, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to set a deadline as to when this thing needs to happen. So I will wake up, you know, so what, what my day is like, I'll wake up, I'll, you know, do my house stuff then I'll go and I'll work out, come back, I'll make my coffee and I'll start some work. When I get hungry, when I finish meetings, I'll go make breakfast, play with the doggy, do all that. But I have a set schedule and a set structure. Now, the thing that allows me to be successful is that I know how much time I have to spend on various projects. So I'll never be late on projects. I'll never be late on, on you know, submitting things or, or, or publishing things, you know, and then unless I, there's an issue, whatever else. But the biggest thing is keeping a set schedule. If we don't keep a set schedule, then it we become relaxed. Keeping a schedule is so important that, again, it, that is what allows you, I believe, to be productive. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think that's a great CEO hack. And so um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this might be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice, or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? Man, that's always a hard one. Um, I've got a couple, if that's okay. One thing my mom told me is to, to never be married to an, an idea. So if you're married to an idea, that means that you won't cheat on it. You won't entertain any new thoughts and you'll stick to it. And that idea may be the thing that might drag you down. It might be the thing that won't work. It might be the thing that though you want it to, if you don't actually seek advice or seek other options, again, it'll be the end of your, you and your business. So always be open to opportunity. Always be open to things that'll come in places that you won't find it. 
again, I'm in the grocery store. I forgot I had my little personal training shirt on. And, you know, some I'm listening to my gospel music. I'm over by the vegetables. I'm singing. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And somebody's like, excuse me. You know, I'm, I wasn't aware that I had my shirt on, but someone else was. You know, and that was an opportunity that young lady signed up for my online program. You know, now I'm helping this young lady. So something as simple as that, always be aware of opportunity and never be married to, okay, you know, again, a couple of years ago, I was not an online trainer. Now this is all I do. I was like, I want to have a brick and mortar. I was proud of my business. I had a, a 5,400 square foot facility out in Baltimore, Maryland. I was very proud of that. You know, and I was bragging. People would say, oh, well, I'll come check out your studio. I was like, it's not a studio. I have a studio inside my gym, but it's not a studio. <laughs> you know, I, I had uh, moments of pride. But if I were to stay to that, then I would not be able to help and bless so many people outside of just Baltimore, Maryland. So now, again, I'm helping people worldwide, which is amazing. So again, one, never stay married to an idea. Always flirt. Always entertain other things. Another nugget, this was harder for me, is to take time to have fun. Literally, my brother would call me, you know, check on me and see how I'm doing. I'm telling him, I'm doing this, big bro, I'm doing this, we're doing this networking, I'm doing this, and this, and this, and this. And he's just like, okay, so what do you do for fun? Fun, I'm reading too many books, I'm trying to study this, I'm trying to do this. Because I was trying to advance myself. You know, so when I was younger, I was trying to advance, trying to go, which, yes, it did help me, but... If I got all this, let's say I was super famous and super rich and all that, but I had no one to share it with, or I had no fun or no friends or no anything like that, what is the purpose? Not that we do it for those things, but if you only have yourself in the world, then are you really blessing others, you know, or are you putting yourself in a position to be blessed? So again, put yourself where you can even schedule some time if you need to. So like Sundays, I don't work unless I'm late in a project and it's my fault. You know, like Sundays, I don't work. Saturdays, Saturday nights, at least I'm going to chill. I'm going to relax. I'm trying not to take clients. But the thing is, is that I know that even, let's say, even you're in a position as a business owner where you're hurting for money, you still have to have that time to mentally relax, to mentally refresh yourself. Because when you keep working under duress, you might not have the best ideas. So biggest thing I would say, my nuggets are, again, to never be married to an idea and to chill out a little bit. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. Now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition for what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different CEOs on this show. So I wanted to ask you, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO is being a leader, not being a boss. Everybody wants to be, ooh, I'm a boss, I'm a lady boss, I'm a boss. No, those are our egotistical things that come out that will hurt you because you're so proud of being this big, bad boss that who are you leading who are you truly helping? Who is following you? You can be a boss and nobody's coming after you, but you're still a boss. So being a CEO to me means being a leader, putting yourself in the position to help others. Leaders are helpers, right? Bosses aren't helpers. Bosses are people who sit in the back and they kind of hit the reins and make other people do the work. Or if you run your own business and you have no, no one to work for you, that's okay. But there's still a way to be a leader with your clients and with the information that you produce. So for me, being a leader, which is being a servant, that's what the true definition of a real CEO is to me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I truly appreciate you, Coach, for taking some time out of your schedule. I think that was a phenomenal definition. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know and how we can get in touch with you, hear about all the blog posts and content you're creating as well. 
You guys can reach me on my website at www.coachkayla.com. All of my social media handles are Coach Kayla. Kayla is spelled C-A-I-L-A-H. Also follow me on YouTube. I'll be producing a lot more video content there. You know that one of the things I do is outside of traveling the country, go ahead and contact me if you need a speaker. I write exercise programs and meal plans for people across the country. Everything I do is absolutely custom made. It is built for you, for your body, for your goals, for your lifestyle. So please contact me at the website, on social media. I'd love to help you. Um, Again, I run an elite personal training and nutrition coaching program where I would love to help you design your body. And my email is coachkayla at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you so much, Coach. And uh, we'll have those links in the show notes just so that anybody can follow up. But again, I appreciate you. I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.